Another point in the Maimer is that in the Siv Bays, the Rebbe keeps on repeating whenever the Rebbe wants to talk about how Hashem works in his Midas HaNetzach, how it's activated through the enemy and what happens when it's activated that he automatically will give everything that he has, even the Eitzres will give them out. The Rebbe keeps on saying like it's the way it is by a Melech Basar Vadam, like by a human king. And then the Rebbe will always throw in because the human king reflects Hashem as king. And the Rebbe says it a few times throughout the Maimon. The Rebbe keeps on like saying it as if we almost forgot. So anybody can say what they think and answer that they think. I'm just saying a possible answer that in general in this Maimer, the whole point of the Maimer is to try to find the connection between something the way it is down here to its source in Kedusha. That's the whole point of the, of the Maimer, the main point of the Maimer, where the Rebbe talks about how everything, every detail in creation really originates in Torah, and through finding its source in Torah, that itself fixes the negativity through seeing its positive source, its holy source. So it seems like the Rebbe, in a certain way, is connecting whatever he can that, that's in this world to its source. So the Rebbe keeps on like reminding us that the reason why it works like that by a king down here is because the king is reflecting what's going on up there. Again, trying to connect what exists down here to what exists up there. Now, to speak a little bit more about how finding the source, the good source of something, can really fix that something. In Chassidus, it's called, although the Rebbe does not call it that over here, so it could be it's a different beer, but there's definitely a similar idea, which is called, coined, Ein Adinim Nimtakin Elabisharsham. The only way negativity is fixed is if you go back to its root, go back to its source. As we mentioned, the concept of Haman Minatayra Minayin, and uh, again, the, the whole Mimer really is talking about how if you go back to the source, so then you can fix whatever it is. Just an example. There's a, a vart about Baal Pa'ir. Avedah Zara of Baal Pa'ir. So we know the Avedah Zara was that people would serve the Baal Pa'ir by using the bathroom in front of the Baal Pa'ir. That's a very strange way of serving what you believe to be the Almighty. That's a very strange way to serve. So I don't know where the explanation comes from, but Chassidim would say, and one of the explanations is given, is that, of course, that was not the way they served They served their, uh, their idol. What happened was they would stand in front of their idol and they would serve him, meaning they would meditate on it and they would get completely lost in it to the extent that they stopped feeling their body and automatically what happened to their body at some point was the body needed to make and uh, that's what they did. Now, their children came 
and saw what their parents are doing, not understanding where it came from, why they were doing that. So they assumed that that's the way you serve it. And that's when it became a way of service to this idol. And this is an explanation to many things and uh, mistakes and negativity that exists in all circles where it really originates in very good places and very holy places, not just in okay places, sometimes from the greatest ideas, Gavaya Gavaya Biyaser, there can be a Yared Biyaser. For example, if I may, we see that we have a special um, issue in davening late. Now, where does that come from? Where does it come from that in Chabad we have that, that it's almost not even a problem, at least this is what people feel, to daven really, really late. Where does that come from? That comes from the fact that Amal, Chassidim, would daven late because they were preparing themselves so much to daven. And therefore, the chassidim would prepare themselves for hours and hours and hours to daven. And when they felt ready to daven, then they would daven. It ended up being late. So there was something very positive about that. Their davening was tremendous. But when the next generation came and saw that, what they saw was someone davening late. So they thought it's okay to daven late. As far as they knew, they read in Shulchan Archi, not supposed to daven late. But when they saw chassidim davening late, they didn't realize that there was a good reason. So they just thought that it's okay to daven late. There are many examples like this where our biggest issues really originate in such deep and idealistic places. How do we fix it? If we just realized, we just went back to the root of where they came from, and realized, no, we don't just do these things. The reason why we came to this is because of something so great and so, like I said, idealistic, then the problem would fall away automatically. It wouldn't be the problem. If we taught, for example, our children the value of davening properly, that whole idea of davening late would never, would never be there. That's just one example. Again, there's many examples like this, which may be another opportunity Well, we can talk about them. But this is the idea of go back to the source, you'll see something very great. Um, I believe the Rebbe once said, just another example, where does it come from that by us, there's sometimes seemingly a lack of covet, covet Arabanim, and covet for people that, that should have covet. So again, where does it come from? Well, a mistake. It, it, it is a mistake, and it comes from a very, very holy place. The Rebbe said that, that Amal, the reason why people didn't give respect to even the greatest of people is because they had the Rebbe in their mind. The Rebbe was always in front of their eyes and in their mind. They always had the Rebbe in their mind. Now when you have the Rebbe in your mind, so then no one else is deserving of COVID in place of the Rebbe, if the Rebbe is there. You don't give a Talmud respect in front of the Rav. You know, when the Rebbe is there, the greatest greatness is there on every level, the Kedusha of the Rebbe, so no one is um, significant. 
<clears throat> from that came what again? What does the younger generation see? They just see people speaking to a Rav like he's a regular. Because again, in the place of of, uh, of bleak vol, so that's mash vekot and In the place of infinity, great and small are, are equally. So the greatest Rav and a five-year-old child feel like they're the same. But what about when that's, that's not the reason? And the Rebbe is not in front of your eyes. So what do you think? Again, you just think that uh, it's okay not to respect people. We don't respect. In Lubavitch, we don't respect. It's not true. Of course we respect. It's just that if, again, the Rebbe is in front of your eyes, then automatically you just don't feel that same respect to anybody else because we're talking about infinity. We're talking about the greatest level of Kedusha. So these are just examples of where, if you would go back to the source of anything, you would see that really there's a very positive thing over here. This is the same thing with many negative traits that we have within us. That if we, many times, if we would realize that it's not just a negative trait, really there's something very positive that we're searching for, that we're desperate for, that we're yearning for. So then automatically, if we got in touch with that and we started to develop the positive source of what, where this is all coming from, so then automatically the negative would leave. It's another point in the mind mirror.